Hello, and welcome to the Female Founder Friday podcast with me, Lindsay White. I'm passionate about helping female entrepreneurs be great leaders, build high-performing teams, and create inspiring workplace cultures through innovative talent programs and practices. Because when people feel like they belong at work, they deliver their very best and businesses thrive. The Female Founder Friday podcast is all about connecting with the most incredible female entrepreneurs to talk about their journey to creating their own business, the mistakes they've made along the way, and how they view their own leadership. And I'm challenging all of my guests this season to take my leadership style quiz, and during each episode, we'll be digging into their leadership style and how it impacts the way they lead in their life and their business. And if you're interested in learning more about your leadership style and want some of my top tips to help you lead more effectively, you can take the quiz right now. Just check out the show notes or head over to highvoltageleadership.ca and click on the button at the top of the page that says, take the quiz. Then you can share your results, connect with my guests and join the conversation on Instagram by following me at highvoltleadership. Welcome back to the Female Founder Friday podcast. Uh, I'm really excited uh, to t- chat with my guest today. In fact, we're so close together, we could pretty much almost reach out and touch each other. Tammy Sugar and I are both here in Calgary together. And although I know I have been watching her for a long time, we've actually only recently sat down to have some conversations, which is absolutely ridiculous, but I'm really glad she's here today. Um, Tammy's the founder of the I Am Worth It Project, and I love what she does for women. It's right there in the title. And this lady has worked her way up from the stockroom to the boardroom, um, and she has done that with great humor because she just loves to laugh. We always have a good time when we chat. Um, But she really, in her I Am Worth It Project, is all about helping others really see that there's hope and that, you know, she can do it. Anybody can do it. Um, and that, you know, really that dream that you have is absolutely possible. And I, I just got shivers down my spine as I actually said that out loud because Tammy, that's really what it's all about, right? It's like, if you and I, if we can be doing this, anybody can do this. It's possible. It's all possible. That's absolutely uh, true. I always like to tell people that when I started this uh, technology-enabled education business, I couldn't even put a post on Facebook. So <laughs> there you go. Okay, folks. So there you have it. If Tammy can do it, then you are all over it. Um, thanks so much for finding some time. I know that you're a busy lady, and I, I really appreciate uh, you wanting to be a guest uh, on the podcast And uh, I mean, I know that you've had an incredible journey, but I'm pretty sure I haven't heard all of it. So why don't we start there? Why don't you tell us about your journey to becoming a female founder and what that what that looked like for you? Well, I have to be honest. First, thank you for having me today. I have to be honest. I didn't dream of being an entrepreneur or a founder. Um, I was a teenage mom. I dropped out of high school. I entered into you know, a pretty bad marriage before I was even old enough to vote. And so at 16, if you can imagine, I gave myself a life sentence because I believed I'd fallen off the right path to success. And so I thought I'd never be successful. And I carried that in my backpack filled with false beliefs into adulthood. But the thing that drove me in my career, because I had a career until I was 54 before I became an entrepreneur. The thing that drove me was my children. 
I always wanted to prove to them that it wasn't where you started. It was where you finished. So I had a drive that even though people were always telling me, you don't have what it takes, I said, I'm going to find a way. And, and so I'm never, I never want to tell anyone what your dream should be because it should be your dream. But what I do know is anything is possible. Yeah. At 36, I was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer. Yeah. And when I went to the doctor and I asked him, am I going to die? He said, I don't know. And it's in that moment that I would have thought if you would have asked me before that I would regret all these mistakes I had always been blaming myself and feeling guilty for. But what I really regret it, I had this overwhelming feeling of regret for all the dreams I had pushed down. Yeah. And I made a commitment to myself that if I lived, I would never let fear or self-doubt or, you know, the imposter syndrome get in my way again. And I often look around and I, I know that the seeds of the I am worth it uh, project were planted then. But the real truth is how I became an entrepreneur was I was heading into a raise and performance review. I had worked my way up to be a chief administrative uh, officer. Now, keep in mind, I started working at $1.35 an hour. <laughs> yes, so, that's amazing. <laughs> I still have my first paycheck stuff. And uh, I was on the phone with my son because I was going into this strategy you know, I had always just accepted and been grateful for what was given to me. And I was making really good money. And my son said to me at the end of the call, mom, it's not that uh, they don't value you. It's that you don't value yourself. I, aha. I oh. love aha. Oh, yes. Real change happens. And I realized I had been so busy looking outside of me, trying to place blame when I didn't realize that I didn't believe in my own value. So I was living small, dreaming small, and keeping myself small. I never really asked for anything. And that can create feeling overlooked, undervalued, and resentful, right? Yeah. And that time, I, I finally, I went in for my uh, performance and raise review, got offered a great you know, stock options and bonus. And I said, no, I want it to make the same as the other C-suite executive. Yeah. And uh, the CEO almost fell off his chair because like many of you probably watching, maybe you're that go-to person who comes in early, stays late. Yeah. You know, um, that was me. And he said he had to think about it. And I left and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to be a bag lady. <laughs> right? I'm going to be fired. Right. And I went back and he offered me more than I had asked for. And my son likes to tell the story that, um, do you know what she did next? She quit her job. But I, really, <laughs> I, I, I believe now it's destiny. This is in hindsight. It's been eight years now, right? That in that moment, I thought, if I can do this, how many other dreams have I left on the table? Mm -hmm. And my only thinking about becoming an entrepreneur was that I was going to go spread worthiness around the world. And my son said, you should know more than that. Maybe you should stay in your job. And I said, no. And that's how I started just by saying, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I wasn't really financially ready to retire, but something pushed me to make a decision that went against everything I believed in, which was security and no risk. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. And wow. it evolved into the I Am Worth It project. Wow. Wow. Um, what an incredible inspirational story. I feel I feel re I feel really inspired just listening to that. Um, and and just yeah, just stepping into your dreams. Yes. Right? Just embrace whatever them. they are, whatever they are. Right. As my mother would say, damn the torpedoes. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I really love it. And I, I love I, I just I, I also love this idea that we we can have several careers like just because you're over 40 doesn't mean life is over. Um, and I think for some of us, we really feel like, oh, well, I just couldn't. I'm too old. Well, that's just trash. Yeah. Absolutely. You are never too old. And actually, you're never too young yeah. either. Because sometimes we discourage uh my grandchildren who are big, my big why now. I still love my children, but I, I love my grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest, grandkids are way better. <laughs> yeah. But you know, uh the potential that I see in in them, I didn't really notice in, in my children because you know, we're conditioned to believe that they're young, they don't really know anything. But you are never too old. And as I sit here today, right now, I'm not even the same woman that left her job. Oh. Right. Yeah. And so I used to think that, you know, and our brain is, is wired to keep us the same, but we stay the same because it's uncomfortable to change when in reality you can change as a skill and you can learn how to do that. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I did. I love that. And, and yes, what an incredible risk to take. I mean, leaving um, a C-level job with all of the security and all the money, like, let's be honest, it's hard to work yeah. walk away from yeah. that kind of money, yeah. step into what you're really passionate about it, what you really dream about, but is almost completely unknown at that point. Yeah. No wonder yeah. your son was like, what are you doing? Mom, yeah, you lost your mind? Like, what's going on? I just love that. I love that he was your inspiration, but also was the, you know, WTF moment. That That's cracks right. me up. That cracks me up. And he, if I remember correctly, he actually does work with you now. Is that, have I got that right? He did. He, he's been an entrepreneur his whole life. Um, and he joined, joined me, uh, just be, just as we were launching the, I am worth it, a project. And so he's president of global sales and he does a lot of the traveling to Africa and closes the contracts and stuff like that. I couldn't have been done this without him because honestly, I, you know, I was very naive and I thought, look at everything I've accomplished already. It's going to be easy to be an entrepreneur. Yes. And it's no. probably the hardest job you've ever done oh, right after raising children, right? Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know what I didn't know, which was a good thing looking back. <laughs> yes. Cause you might never have done it if you did know. I feel the same way. Uh, Tammy, I'm an, I'm an accidental entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, yes, uh, you know, that, that is the truth. If, if you go in knowing too many things, I think you might not, <laughs> you might not choose it because it's, it's hard work being an entrepreneur. It's, yeah. it is. it's a lot. It is. And I think now I realize that I needed to go through this journey because a huge part of what I do is, is help entrepreneurs yeah. and 
if I hadn't have gone through this journey, I'm, I'm way better at it now because I can look back in hindsight and I'd say, hey, you know, let's take this path because it's going to get you there quicker and it's going to cost you less money. Right. No, I love it. Well, and I want to highlight, like you are a Calgary-based organization that really truly does have a global reach. You're helping women all around the world, Tammy, yes? Yeah. So our our market has expanded. When I first started, it was women only. And now we have a huge focus also on youth unemployment. Uh, so we do uh, work in Ghana, Africa. And uh, a huge part of our business is uh, there now. Um, I went there in August of 2021. Uh, our studio, this is where I'm at, was shut down. Yeah. And uh, we didn't follow uh, the, the way the book might tell you to open a, a new market. <laughs> Myself, my son, and my daughter-in-law uh, found someone who was doing hard skills training because what I teach is soft skills. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was in Ghana teaching welding. And uh, he said, listen, I think what you do would work there. And he introduced us to his guy on the ground. And we, we said, can you set us up? Can you put us in front of people? He said, for sure. And we got on a plane and we headed to Ghana, Africa. Wow. What an adventure. <laughs> totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes, sometimes, and, and this has been told to me recently as I've been reconnecting uh, with some of the people I worked with in the past, that sometimes not knowing how you're supposed to do it is actually really good because then you're going to succeed because you're not held back by preconceived beliefs or ideas that it's already not possible because you can't follow all these steps. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't, you don't have this thing built up in your brain. You just go and do it. Um, yeah. Jump in. I, I love it. No, I think, I think that's wonderful. What a, what a wonderful opportunity um, to spread your message and your lessons uh, around the world. I, I just think that's fabulous. And, uh, you know, we talked before we hit record that, uh, you know, I really love having um, women entrepreneurs that are in my neighborhood, in my backyard, who I can highlight and, and show the world what incredible things come out of Canada. Cause I am deeply proud to be Canadian and there are some remarkable people here. Yeah. High five to that. The world needs more Canada. Um, yeah. Not that I don't love all of my other female founders around the world, but we've got lots to share. And so I, I love that you're bringing that to a space like Guyana. I can imagine the response is astronomical. Um, you know, I have not only in, in Ghana, I have had not only uh, professional rewards, yeah. but personal rewards. And I knew it when I, our, my first uh, stop was at the Young African Women's Congress. And it was a uh, an event for women across uh, Africa. And listen, anytime you go to do something new, you're going to be afraid. You're going to have your inside voice saying, who do you think you are? You can't do that. That's completely normal. That's what I want everyone to know. That yeah. is completely normal. It's a function of how your brain operates. So I could say to myself, okay, delete, I am a princess warrior. Use my power statement, right? But I didn't know 
what, what I didn't know is what I teach would that land, would it even be valuable? And I knew when I got up on that stage that everything that I had, a lot of stuff I kept hidden, that I was a teenage mom, dropped out of high school, because we we think these things are something to be ashamed of. And then I, I became an entrepreneur and I'm like, I'm sharing my story with the world. And what I realized is they are actually gifts. They might have come in some bad wrapping paper at the time. Yeah, I love but it. But it's my story. And then what I teach and my understanding of how it feels to not feel worthy, that really helps me help other people. I love it. Tammy, that's remarkable. Um, I, I think that, yeah, using everything that we have to offer to to our greatest advantage and to the to connect with others makes all of that very powerful yes yeah yeah I love it. um so we're going to talk next about tammy's leadership style uh you could probably guess what that is but she's going to tell us anyway if you want to know what your leadership style is uh you can Find out, use my leadership style quiz to, to, to find it out. There's a link in the show notes for, for this show. There, you can also go to the website and that's highvoltageleadership.ca. There's a little orange button at the top of the page that says, take the quiz. You could do it right now. You know, it's only going to take you a few minutes. It's going to give you a little insight into how you're showing up as a leader. And then you can compare and contrast with what Tammy's going to tell us. So Tammy, what's your leadership style? How do you show up as a leader in your in your business? So, you know, I guess in a sense, you might call me a coach, but I have one mandate when I'm leading people. And that is that I have one job as a leader, and that is to create an environment where the people that I lead can be successful. And and I do that in maybe slightly different ways. Uh, I do that by using tools that tie into how we operate as a human being so that every day people, the, the most common human need we have is to feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, there was a good study that proved that out. I, I still use these tools today, tools that I built when I was in my uh, last role. So for me, it always is, how can I pay attention to how we interact as human beings? Because really, either we're trying to motivate ourselves or we're trying to motivate or interact with other people. Yeah. Everything ends up being a people problem. Not the people are the problem. It's that nobody teaches us how to be a, a person, right? Yeah. So I would say I'm a coach. And I, I really want people to be successful, but I believe my job is to provide them the tools, the tools for time management, the tools to feel a sense of accomplishment every day, you know, the tools to understand communication and that they're understanding what we really want rather than the, the sometimes when I was in my career, people will say, well, you hired people, they're experts, but they're experts at their hard skill. Yeah. The, there's a whole set of other skills that you need in order to take that technical experience and rise to your greatest potential. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I completely agree with that. I mean, I'm a coach. I work with people in that coaching container every day and I work with senior leaders, C-suite executives, arguably experts. And I'm using air quotes because you can't see my hands yeah. who really need to elevate their leadership in order to 
create the space for others to excel because that's actually their job. Their job isn't yeah. to do the work. The job is to actually harness the power of others to deliver. Yes. And again, to your point, arguably experts, you wouldn't be at that level if you did not have expertise and deep skill. Yes. But no one is actually teaching you how to lead others in that skill. And sometimes that's the hardest piece. Uh, so I really resonate with what you're saying. Um, and it takes great self-reflection to put your hand up and say, actually, I need help with that other stuff. Yes. That yeah. can be really hard for people, right? And it is a skill. And you're absolutely right. People are promoted based on their education, their being a rock star at what they do, when in reality, listen, when you think about conflict in the workplace or even in your life, it's always with other people, right? Yep. And so when we can understand, first of all, ourselves, yep. it helps us understand other people. Yeah. And you can use simple tools in order to not only for you to be successful, but for your team and your company, because business is about making revenue and profit, right? And you need people to do that. And you want to help your people operate at a level of excellence because it's good for them and it's good for you. Yeah. Uh, it, like, amen to that. Um, it, it really, if you don't have a high performing team, in your business, then you cannot achieve those big, beautiful, audacious goals that you've built into your business plan. It's just that simple. It's people and process that equal performance. Um, and yeah, the math is easy. The, the execution oh. is the hard part because human beings are innately flawed and deeply challenging and, and people are gonna people, as I like to say. Um, and you're right. Just because you were an expert at doing the thing and you got promoted does not mean you now automatically somehow magically have expertise at leading people to do the thing. Right. And I find that, Tammy, so often in organizations that I work with, really dedicated humans at the, at the, you know, the senior leadership level who are absolutely befuddled as to why they cannot get, they've been good at doing it. Why can't they get other people to be good at doing it? That's right. <laughs> it, is, it is like it's alarming to them. And but it is actually a very different skill set. And to your point, it requires different tools. Uh, yeah. And there is a learning and growth process. And when you come from a space of expertise, uh, expertise, sometimes it's hard to recognize and admit that actually you got to go back to school, essentially. Right. <laughs> like that's a hard pill to swallow for some people. Um, yeah. once you got your head around it, the rest of the journey just moves along at a stately pace. But, but I love that. I mean, you and I, this is why we have such great conversations because this is really what we want to help people with is actually yeah. leading from that space of deep self-reflection and commitment to actually making others better along with their own. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is possible to learn that, right. Yeah. And it and it can be uh, easy if you have the right tools. Yeah. Uh, and can I, uh, and plus, if you have the right coaching, just as a yeah. little plug. Yeah. Because tools, you got to have help learning to do the tools right. and doing the self Like you need, you need that yes. backup. You need the backup. Yes. Um, I love it. Uh, Tammy, I ask all of my guests this question, and you're going to laugh, but like, 
where have you made mistakes and what have you learned along the way? Yeah. Laugh out loud. I get it. Yeah. So I have definitely made a ton of mistakes, but I don't call them mistakes because I think in business, well, I did at first, I didn't realize that growing a business. So, you know, and and again, I want to preface this by saying everyone has their own dream, but I really did want to build a big global business because it was my goal. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but that's what I was going to, I was going to do. Um, but I didn't know what I didn't know. And if I think of the biggest mistake, because I invested a lot of money that I wish I could have taken back because in the beginning I said, Oh, I want to work with women. And when someone would say, who's your customer, fill out this avatar form. And I'd be like, okay, but I don't really even know what does this mean? So if you're out there and you're listening to me, you don't need the avatar template to start. Your mistake <laughs> was trying to let somebody else tell me who my customer was. I thought I could hire someone to do that. You cannot. So if you want to find out who your customer is, decide whatever it is you want to teach. I don't care if it's a 10-minute talk or a five-minute lesson and go talk to people because who your customer is when you start is probably not going to be your same customer by the time you evolve. It's testing. The way you learn your customer is to talk to people at this moment. Don't even overthink it. Just pick somebody and say they're your customer and go talk to them. The more you can get out there and teach and speak your message, you hone it. And it's one thing I learned in my last role That's how you grow your business is when your brand becomes solid. So that's kind of where we're at right now. We just hit a tipping point where we've done a lot of testing and trying. So don't feel bad if you're trying to figure out who your customer is. And I think my second thing is, honestly, I tell people this now, if you want to become an entrepreneur, you can do it and still keep your job. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have time to do that to go out and talk to people and find your customer then you don't have time to be an entrepreneur (laughs) yeah no no I think you know beautiful points especially for this audience yeah you don't need someone to tell you who your your target client is it's really about you know who who do you love spending time with who do you love working with and and I love this idea of just Go and have conversations. Talk to people about what your dream is and see what the response looks like. Now, that's scary in itself. Sometimes just voicing the dream can be a little bit scary. But you know what? Just have the conversations and see what see what information. It's all data, isn't it, Tammy? It's just data. It yeah. is. And ask questions because in the end, what makes you really good at what you do is when you can... You know, because often we're helping people who are behind us on the path because they're looking to us, right? And sometimes you can't remember what it was like back there and you have to refresh your mind by saying, how does this feel to you? So for me, I always ask questions like, have you, you know, have you ever felt like, you know, we all have a, a cover that we wear, but what's the story and what do you really think? Because, you know, when we understand how our customer thinks and feels, 
we can speak to them in their language, not our language, because yeah. that doesn't, right? Um, but it is testing, it's testing. And you don't fail if you say, well, actually, I don't really want to work with this yeah. customer, yeah. right? tested so good for you because it's in the testing it's in the action that you actually move forward right rather than sitting there thinking oh my god I'm never going to be able to fill yeah. this app right <laughs> right well and that's exactly it and I, I mean I, I I really appreciate your second point too and I, I was actually with a client yesterday and she's doing exactly that she has her full-time job and she's taken on a couple clients a little little bit of a side hustle, if you will. And, and that is sort of the conversation we had was testing it out. Is this really what I want? I think I know what I'm really good at. And I, I believe there's people out there that would really appreciate what I bring to the table. So I'm going to, I'm going to work with a couple people and see if that proves my theory or not. And yeah. you've got to stay curious. You yes. got to stay curious. And I think that's sometimes the hardest thing to do. Stay out of the self-judgment, stay in the space of just being deep. What's next? What's available? What am I learning? What, where am I growing? What's happening? What's going to happen? Right? Like that yeah. is really powerful. And it doesn't mean that you have to quit your job and cash in all your life savings. Yeah. You can test while you're yeah. working. That's okay. Yeah. And you should, because that's really how you find what you're passionate about. Because I, people always say, well, Tammy, how do I find my passion or, or my purpose? You can't just go out there and find it. You find it by taking action. So there's been many things that I tried and then I tried them and I'm like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> right. So how do you know unless you try? So there is no, the only magic pill that there is, is, um, what you think, what you believe, what you think, and how you feel so that you'll take action. And that is the magic to success. And I work on that every single morning because it is the most important thing I can do for myself, for my students, my customers, my clients, my team, is to make sure that this mindset, my operating system is operating at top level yeah. so that I can take the right action. Yeah. No, you know what? I think that's actually something I've learned as uh, an entrepreneur myself uh, is that because running your own business is um, it's a roller coaster ride. And it is like it, it's like being on the biggest roller coaster you've ever seen at Six Flags. Yeah. Um, and if you are not constantly working on your own mindset, if you are not constantly challenging that self-judgment conversation and trying to move into a space of that calm and confidence, then you are destined to continue to ride the roller coaster. Yeah. Right? And you're probably never really going to get off just as an FYI. But the truth is you can take the scariness out of it if you if you can enjoy the ride, maybe to expand on the metaphor. And so you're right. Doing that mindset work is so key. Um, and um, being really resilient because entrepreneurship requires you requires you to be resilient. Um, and you can do that work while you're still working. You can build that resiliency. You can build build um, that positive mindset while you're still in your full-time job as you build the dream, as you build the passion. So 
Uh, Tammy, I, I really love that message. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, I think that, you know, we, I always compare us to, um, I have this analogy I use when I'm in Africa about the Yam phone and then an updated iPhone. And, you know, they have an operating system. I do too. Don't you hate that when you're pushing that button on your phone because it you're trying to ignore the update? They're saying, you got to update. There's viruses, there's yeah, bugs. Yes. Yes. Right. Well, there's one thing we all have in common as human beings, and that is that we all have a brain and our brain is our operating system. When was the last time you did an update on ah, your operating Yes. Right. Because your brain is the most powerful computer on the planet. And when you learn how to become the operator of that operating system. <laughs> yes. Not only can you function better yourself because you're working with yourself as a human being, imagine how it changes how you interact with other people when you can look at them in a different light, knowing that we're all going through these human experiences where we yep. build doubt. And I have worked with thousands of people at all levels. This is nothing to do with your education level, where you live. No, across the globe. Okay. When I start talking about what's what's your inside voice saying, everybody feels it. It is so the human condition, isn't it? Yes. It really that judgy stuff in our head, like it it, everybody's got it. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. And it's also a skill, though. It is a skill. We often look at mindset. Sometimes people will say mindset and beliefs. Oh, woohoo stuff. No, it isn't. It's actually, it's the foundation of everything I teach. It's the first two soft skills that I teach is beliefs, thinking, and how to train your brain to become the operator of your operating system before I even teach anything else, time management, leadership, anything. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think you're right. It's so foundational. Um, and it, it's ongoing work, right? You you never finish that work. Yeah. You are always continually upgrading the system. Yeah. Just like your iPhone or your Android, whatever. Um, yeah. and, but the more I, you know, I know for myself, Tammy, and, and the clients that I work with too, the more you, the more you do, the better it gets. And actually the work becomes very pleasurable the upgrades become easy to install, to use your metaphor, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we have the, our brain runs the program of automaticity where we we repeat behaviors. I think thoughts too over and over again, we can do them without thinking like driving, right? You're driving and all of a sudden you're like, whoa. So imagine that you have the tools to use that program that your operating system already runs, but instead of letting it just run itself, which can be dangerous, yeah, <laughs> you are installing these updates that help you. You can't get away. You're right. We're we are always going to have that feeling when you step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. But I think the difference now, Lindsay, then from when I was younger is I used to believe there was something wrong with me. Why can't I get it together? Yeah. Why can't I be confident? Why yeah. can't I ask whether I want? And it had nothing to do with me having fatal character flaws like I thought I did. Yes. I didn't understand yeah. what was happening was, you know, a function of my brain and that I could learn skills in order to recognize and that's how you build your worth is to realize there's nothing wrong with you yeah right there's nothing wrong with you 
And when you can accept that and believe, because belief is so important to, you know, taking action. I mean, it's the best gift I ever gave myself was worthiness. Tammy, thank you so much. And thank you. Let me just say, thank you for sharing that gift today on this podcast. Um, because inevitably there is someone listening that is thinking those thoughts and, and really needed to hear that this is a gift that you give yourself. Um, and, and so I really, I really appreciate you sharing your story. I'm, I'm so grateful uh, to have you as a guest today. Thank you so much. You are totally amazing. And the things that you've accomplished it, it is always, um, for me, a great, uh, it fills me with gratitude when I can share, you know, thoughts and ideas and how we all grow because we're all in this together in the end. Right. Yeah. It's so true. It is, it is so true. It is so true that we really are. And, and if we can support and lift each other up, then uh, so much the better. Absolutely. Yeah, th yeah. Thanks again for your time, Tammy. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. I sure hope you enjoyed listening as much as I did hosting this conversation. And if you did enjoy today's episode, would you do me a favor? Would you give the episode a five-star review and share it with all of your friends? I would really appreciate that. I've got a goal to impact a thousand female founders. And with your help, we can really amplify this message. Thanks again for being a part of the show. And don't forget to connect with me and all of my guests on Instagram at High Volt Leadership. We'll see you next Friday.